Welcome to the ABCs to live your dope life. This is an opportunity to be a fly on the wall while I engage with some of the most fascinating, inspiring, and brilliant people I know who have played a direct or indirect role in my own healing and continued growth process. The change process is not easy, comfortable, or nearly as fast as so many of us wish it would be. And my hope with this podcast is to instill some playfulness, simple tools to practice, and ultimately, a place for you to recognize that you are not alone. A dope life is one that is aligned with who you truly desire to be, and a congruency between what is deep beneath the surface and what shows above the surface. It's the real, the raw, the complexities of our light and our shadows. The only thing that is ever truly in your way is you. Join me on this journey as we continue to grow stronger together. It's time to live your dope life. All right, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I am super excited to be sitting across the screen from my good friend, Lucy Dunn. Thank you for joining me today, Lucy. Thanks for having me, Marin. What took us so long? Right? <laughs> Great question. Uh, well, this actually, um, it was because you invited me to, to be a part of uh, your online community. Uh, I guess that was, I don't know, three weeks ago now, where I, I led a little meditation and, and discussion. And, and it really was in that moment when you invited me to be a part of it. I was like, damn, what am I waiting for? Why hasn't Lucy been on my podcast yet? So, so this feels good to, you know, not only be able to dive into some, some really important content, um, but I, I just always feel so good being around you and hearing your voice and seeing your face. Uh, I already feel pretty lit up. So, so thank you. The feeling is mutual and I think you know it's like I was just bugging you timing happens when it's supposed to happen <laughs> I'm glad that we're doing this I think it's gonna be awesome yeah yeah totally well today's topic um you know I work through the alphabet the ABCs to live your dope life and um so I'm on H and what came up for me was with everything going on in the world right now um you know I, I wanted to really think about who are some super positive and inspiring people in my life that I have a, a great relationship with that I could dive into hardship and happiness and and the ability to honor both you know but to really be able to continuously shift perspective to really focus on the happiness and and you're someone in my life that that does that so beautifully so as soon as I really started thinking about you and this topic it just you know came together really nicely so I'm yeah I'm excited to dive in with you same I feel like anytime we hang out because you know we've done some things professionally but we're also friends so it's like this beautiful mix that I believe is like very rare to be able to have to be honest with you and it's so cool that we can have that but there hardly goes a, a conversation like we could just be meeting up for a drink or whatever it is and just like as friends but then it always just I love it because it always goes into something a lot deeper and I think that that's just like the perfect sort of combination to have this conversation because it's just it always goes there and this is like not it's not unfamiliar territory for us so totally. I'm excited I'm pumped to get into it and uh, like as always keep it real and keep it raw with you yeah yeah well said well my my first question for you is um really an opportunity for you to pause and check in with yourself so it's what is in and or on your heart today 
This is interesting. Like, I love that you asked this question because I feel like I do a bit of, a fair bit of just like internal work and like really checking in with my feelings, but even just the way that you're framing it, I'm like, I struggle to answer that. It's like, <laughs> what? I don't know. There's always a lot on my mind, but it's like, what's actually on my heart? And so, um, you know, I, I do some morning writing and that's where I guess I'll go back to because to mm. like, be honest with you, since this morning, it's like I've been just doing work all day and it's been amazing. Um, I've stopped for little tiny breaks to have meals and, and special moments with Kelsey, my wife. Mm -hmm. But apart from that, it's just being like, go, go, go. And so it's like, you're not often checking in on like where that heart is. And so my, my intention part of this morning and writing that was, um, you know, to really just love on all of my clients. And that was just like my number one focus. Monday is a really like fun day in the fitness world. It's kind of like you either get to push the reset button sometimes when you've just had a bit of a crappy weekend or you just get to like set some fresh goals because it's a nice little time frame to work with. And so my yeah number one intention this morning was just to like love on my clients so much and just like show up for them. And that was really cool to do. And then the other thing that I wrote down was be the best wife and then in brackets I wrote cook an awesome dinner and so it's just like so simple um but you know we that's just something that like I want to do today and that's important to me and it's it's important for me to have you know loving on what I do and and the work that I do but also equally putting that into my relationship as well and mm -hmm. so I think that's where my heart is right now it's kind of like a weird twisted answer but that's that's what's coming up I like it well you know I what really is coming up for me now and listening to that is is how many times I have heard you mention that your your intention or your focus for the day is to love up your clients like I've heard I've heard you say that so many times now and I think it's such a beautiful attribute of yours that you know it, it does come naturally to you at this point but it's also a really important thing to pause and, and check in and set as as the intention and and I, I think obviously that's a huge reason why you are so successful in what you do is because it's not just this checklist of sending people this is how you work out this is what you should do to move like you actually show up wholeheartedly and you you share your own struggles and your triumphs and you spend a lot of time and energy and attention on on each client that you work with and i think that's such a, a beautiful gift yeah, and I, I find that that's actually like where I really enjoy being and that's probably why it does come natural and probably why I attract the certain clientele that I attract because sure, when someone's asking me this morning about the best stretches for their tight hips and those sorts of things and you know, I'm feeling really bloated after I eat this and I'm dishing out nutrition advice, it's like, that's great. Sure, I can definitely help you with those things, but also where I spend bulk of my time and majority of the messages this morning were, I don't know why I'm saying this right now, Lucy, but I just need to get it off my chest. And this morning I am committing to four of these a week and I want you to update it in the app for me so I can check it off. And can you please move what happened last week to this week because I didn't get to it. And mm -hmm. hi, I just want to check in and tell you that this happened and I did 20 push-ups for my toes this morning and I haven't been able to do that in five years. And it's like that sort of, you know, loving on your clients. If I was just like on the other end of that, 
in my opinion, just being like, cool, great job, on to the next thing. I just don't think that that does it justice. And I think people need to spend more time like getting that love and mm. that virtual high five of like, yeah, you did that. And of course, always saying, okay, now what can we do to level up? Because there's a, like, I love that part. I don't think we ever get to it and we're like, okay, we're done. But yeah. there's also that part where they just, it feels so good to love on people. And I see it just the smallest piece helps them so much and so it's like that does it becomes a very big part of of what i enjoy doing but also just like what i think i have to do in the line of work that i'm in mm. well yeah it really helps you stand out i think as a, a personal trainer and you know it just makes me think too of the the many times that we've had conversations where i was about to achieve a goal or just did and you continuously ask me what are you doing to celebrate and there's been many times where I was like, oh, <laughs> I hadn't even thought about it. I don't know. And uh, I just love that about you, that you've really, you've brought so much more joy into my life. And then to remind me to like pause and do something, like, even if it's just like, you know, a fist pump in the air. And that's, I, you know, I just think that's such an important thing to, to really make sure that we're acknowledging ourselves for these things. And I did see your video this morning of, of how to do a proper push-up. And I am proud to say that in my workout this morning, I added push-ups because I was inspired by your video. <laughs> I love it. Already people are sending me their videos back and they're like, why has nobody told me this before? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and just like instantly seeing changes. And it's so awesome just to be able to provide little tips. And then, and then also like what I find is listening to like what people want. It's like, I didn't know that... So, like someone asked for the video of like I'm not sure like I don't feel like I get my chest low enough and it's like okay I'll shoot a quick video and put it up and then all of a sudden everyone's like what that was so helpful and so it's just little things like that like yeah sure I'm the one that shot the video but I think it's like credit to the, also the people that are just like asking for this or taking the time to watch that or yeah. actually like you giving it a go in the morning and mm -hmm. just being like I'm gonna try what this is all about and I'm doing them right anyway so I don't need this video <laughs> I think that that's just it's a collective effort and it's just so awesome to be able to like be in that space with awesome people yeah totally well I'm, I'm curious to hear you know when it comes to um, the last six to eight weeks during this pandemic, um, what what hardship has really looked like for you? And I know it's evolved. It's it's been several weeks now, and so you're you're getting more used to it. Um, but what what has that really been like for you? Yeah, it's. <laughs> I know we spoke about it just briefly before we jumped on the podcast, yeah. but. Um, yeah, there's one big area that like sticks out, which was, I guess, the hardest thing in all of it on top of, you know, worrying about family and friends and actually just like the current state of the world. Um, but it threw a huge wrench in the works that we like, like of the plan that we had, um, on April 8th, we were, we had one way tickets booked to Australia and we were taking nothing but our backpacks, even though Kelsey was trying to take more than one backpack and was telling me it's only $50. I'm like, no, the whole idea is that we can live our lives in just a backpack. Anyway, so that was a different life that we had planned and it was meant to be filled with, you know, adventure and not really knowing a lot of the next steps and just exploring together. And instead of, you know, really nesting and having all of these things and stuff, we were excited for this new big adventure. And so obviously that was really hard when that got canceled. Mm -hmm. um, my family is there. So I was excited for, you know, things like my dad's birthday, which I haven't been able to celebrate with him for over 10 years and yeah. just things that come up that you were really excited for. And maybe I didn't even realize how excited I was about those until 
they then couldn't happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it brings up a whole series of emotions. You've now got to deal with like, okay, well, where do you live? And, and what does that look like? Because do you commit to something for another year and put all of your plans on hold? Or do you just do something short term? And what does this look like financially, of course, like everybody's going through right now? It's like a big global pandemic. So what does that look like in regards to the plans that you did have? And so that was really hard. And then obviously being two women going through that together, it's like, and I think both PMSing at the same time, it was yeah. like, that is an interesting recipe that we are mixing up and creating. <laughs> and so um, it was, it was hard. We had our moments of like lots of tears and, and crying and then some mm -hmm. anger towards actually not being able to do what the plan was and then flipped right on its head 30 seconds later to being like, but we have everything we could have wished for. So we're actually okay. And, you know, just flip flopping back and forth between that and not really knowing how to feel, what to feel. Yeah. That was, that's something that, you know, we're still kind of processing. Obviously we're a lot happier and enjoying life now because we've somewhat settled, but in the beginning it was like, we had our suitcases, but we also didn't know what was kind of next when it couldn't be the plan that we had. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and how did it, did it impact your business at all? And I know you've been really building your online community for a few years now and you know, you've got your app going, um, the online community you have, the engagement and connection is unlike any other online community I have ever seen. Like you do such a good job. Kelsey's amazing at supporting that as well. And coming up with those like 90 day challenges and, and different things. It's, it's so fun. The, the different levels and, and ways that you, you actively connect with a, a expanding community. Um, what did, what did you notice during these last six weeks? How did it impact or did it impact your business? Yeah, I mean, I I instantly went to the panic mode of like, okay, what does this mean? Because if nobody can go to a gym and use the program that I'm giving them, if nobody is spending money because now they are not working, um, and you know that just impacts everybody. And so, and also right now they're dealing with just like, who wants? It's it's kind of like summer where it's like people always say like, you know, who wants to work out during the summer? It's like, you, you don't want to start a fitness program during the summer, which I totally disagree with. But of course I can understand people want to be outside. They want to go camping. They don't want to be worried about, you know, some program that they've got to be ticking off the list. So mm. it was kind of like during a global pandemic, probably the last thing on a lot of people's mind is like, oh, I'm going to start an eight week program to transform my body, which is essentially right you know, on the surface level, that's what we focus on. And so I was instantly worried. I went into panic mode and I was like, how am I going to make this work? Not from like logistics side, because it's like, I've been online for over three years now. This is a well-oiled machine. It's yeah. built for this exact situation. So I wasn't worried there as a lot of other like gym owners were, where they have to now figure out how to do sessions and how to help their clients through this. But I was more worried on like, I guess the user side and like how they're all going to feel. Mm. Um, but, you know, I was quickly sort of put in my place, as I always am, by a, a incredible clients being like, just so you know, I'm not ever like leaving. I'm not canceling my subscription. I've had clients say, oh, this one made me cry big time. Hi, like, I don't know you. This person lives in Boston. I don't know you personally, but I've been working with you for 10 weeks now. 
I just want you to know I'm in this financial position to help people. So if you have anybody that wants an eight week program or needs to cancel their membership for their monthly after the eight week program, please know, like I, I want to re re remain anonymous, but I would like to cover that for them if anybody reaches out. And I'm just like, sorry, what? Like this is, so, you know, I instantly went to the like panic mode of like, okay, well, close the business. I'm done. Like, I don't know how to like keep making money during a global pandemic to the flip side of like, holy smokes, this is amazing. And I've had people who are signing up and they're saying, I don't have daycare to pay for now. I wanted to do your program for two years. So the second that I didn't have that daycare bill, I bought your program. And it's just like, wow. I've been blown away to be completely honest with you. Um, mm -hmm. And obviously I can't predict what the future holds. All I can do is just like with the information I have right now, obviously as a business owner, it's always in the back of your mind of like what this looks like financially for however many years. And there were other things that got put on hold and other plans that, you know, will happen in a little bit of time. But as a whole, like when I zoom out, I'm like, I feel so blessed mm. um, and very, very, very fortunate to be in the place that I am with it. And so it's a long answer to a short question where I feel like it's impacted it actually really in a positive way. And I feel mm. very lucky for that. That's amazing. Uh, you know, I've actually had, I've had a couple people as well reach out as, um, as sponsors of, yeah, just like anybody who can't afford what you're offering. Um, they just donate this, this big sum of money to cover that yeah. which has been incredible, you know, and, and it's made it so I also, I don't, I don't hesitate one moment when someone reaches out and then says, you know, I'm a, I'm a single mom and I'm not working anymore. And I would really love to be a part of this. It's just like, to me, it's just like doors are wide open. Like anybody who needs or wants this work, now's the time to just, you know, be open to, to helping anybody who, who says they need some help. And it's been really cool to, to see how people are showing up through this and supporting each other. And yeah, so similar, it's, I've been, um, I have also been just in awe of, of the community and the way that people are, are really recognizing where they are. Um, Cause some people can give a little more and some people are recognizing they need to receive. And it's, it's actually quite balanced. I know it's like a beautiful, beautiful thing. And yeah, I just, it, it makes me somewhat speechless to be like, wow, the, the generosity of people during a crisis yeah. is actually incredible. Totally. Yeah, it's beautiful. Hmm. I'm, you know, I'm curious to hear, I know you've had a lot of hardship in your life as, you know, anybody who's alive, um, there's trauma and there's hardship. Uh, and you have, you know, the reason why we even became friends in the first place is just you posting openly and, and with you know, being very vulnerable about your struggles and, and how, you know, how you address them and, and how you move through them. And I, I had just seen a few posts that you did on Instagram. I think this oh, timing four years ago, I don't remember. I think it was four years ago that this happened where I, um, I just kept seeing your stuff pop up and then I reached out to you and, and just said, like, I, I think you're so amazing. Like, let's meet up. And, and I didn't even know you were in Calgary at that point. Um, and that's when I found out you live in Calgary. And so we decided to meet up and it was just like instant friendship. Yeah. Uh, so, I, but I'm curious to hear, you know, the hardship that you've had in your life. How, how has that helped create your relationship with hardship and with happiness? 
you know, you're, you're so good at reflecting and, and seeing the, the, the cup half full, you know, mm. but I, you know, when you really look at what you've been through and what you continue to go through, how has that shaped your, your relationship with hardship? Mm. Yeah, I think, I mean, I truly believe that we have to have the bad to truly appreciate the good. Mm. And so that's kind of just a sort of way that I operate. It's like when something is hard or when something is uncomfortable or something is not, it's kind of that icky, messy middle part. And there's obviously different levels of it. Sometimes it's just the fact that you're having an off day and mm -hmm. things happened that didn't feel great. And now you just need to call it a day, have a sleep and feel better. While there's other things where it's like, this is maybe a loss of a family member or, you know, something bigger and it's really taking its toll on you and you don't know how to sort of move through that. And so I kind of just look at, it's tough because when you're in it, I wish I could speak these words that I'm speaking because you seem to have blinders on when you're in it. You're like, no, like my life sucks. And this is just like, you focus on all the negative things. Yeah. But when you're not actually physically in that spot, you're able to be like these, I, I welcome hardships and like bring it on because this makes me more resilient and I want to be better. And I don't ever want to just like have an easy ride and every hard thing that has happened in my life everything has actually been a blessing or it has taught me something that I now really love that I went through that hard thing for or something like that. And so it's hard when you're in it to remember that, but I think that I just have to keep coming back to it. And I mean, to be completely honest with you, I, I feel like I don't have a lot of hardships anymore. I feel like obviously life is still, I got a lot of years left ahead of me and I'm sure there will be many more, but I feel like there was a period of my life where it just was hardship after hardship. And a lot of those I was probably creating for myself. Mm. But when you come out of those, you really realize, Hey, I'm so glad I went through that because look what it taught me and look what I now have as a tool to use and look what I overcame because that's pretty cool. And like, there's that whole flip side of it, which I tend to spend way more of my time in than focusing on like what is bad in my life or what could be, ne what could be negative or what could be viewed as bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really well said. Well, I, even with, um, you know, the changes in your body in the last two years, yeah. you know, to, and I know some of the posts you've even done in the last uh, few weeks has been also addressing that of like, my body has changed. Like it doesn't, it doesn't look the same way it did when I was restricting what I was eating and working out X number of hours a day and then doing all these different things where, you know, from, from the outside, you were receiving a lot of positive feedback from people, yet you recognized that you were basically slowly killing yourself and your body was breaking down. You were not healthy. And now being much more balanced and healthy where you're not restricting yourself you're living your life you're full of joy and your body is not the same as it was right you're still so strong and very thin but you don't have like an eight pack rippling all day long anymore which like thank you enough of that um, <laughs> so i'm you know what i'm curious about is obviously my assumption actually is that with the community that you've created for yourself with tons of women who you know struggle with body issues or trying to create healthy habits you get to be a very real model of what balance looks like and i am sure that helps you in moments when maybe you're being a little harder on yourself 
but is there anything else? Like what comes up for you when you think about how you've been able to handle the self-talk that might come up when you start judging yourself? Yeah, like I think that's an exact point of why I mentioned I think that everything that's happened to me that's been hard is for a reason because now how cool that I get to help people with this because I've been through it. I think that's just a, a blessing in disguise. Um, mm. But it, it is interesting when, when every single day things come up because it's almost like when somebody you know uses the app and they send a chat message, it's like I could copy and paste it from a message that I sent someone four or five years ago where I was asking for help or I was confused or, you know, I'll get a message that says something about, Hey Lucy, um, you know, maybe they're not a client. Hey Lucy, I, you know, I burn 1200 calories in the morning when I do my workout and I go on my bike ride and then I eat about 1200 calories a day. So I'm not sure why I'm not, or sorry, I, I eat 1100 a day. I'm not, I'm in a calorie deficit. I'm not sure why I'm not losing weight. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like my heart aches. Cause then I also, it's usually on Instagram. I get the message. I see their profile and I'm like, I see a version of myself trapped in that body. I see nothing but selfies in the mirror of looking at your body. I see nothing but flexing. Don't get me wrong. I love a good flex, but I see nothing but flexing photos and like tracking progress and showing egg whites and looking at how much brown rice compares to white rice. And I see these just like patterns and controlling behaviors that I know all too well. And so in the area of work that I'm in, like, and I'll reply to those so brutally honest, I'm like, stop right now. Like, stop. I know it's hard and I know this is not what you want to hear, but stop tracking your workouts and stop measuring and weighing your food and try it for a month and your body will change. It will be hard and it will be horrible, but I promise if you go through it, you will be so much more happier and full of life. And you know, back to your point, I was tiny. I was sickly looking. I saw photos this morning that Kelsey's cleaning off her iPhone right now and she's cleaning out like, you know, old photos to make room for other storage. And it's like showing me these photos and I just look sick. My eyes are all hollowed out. I've got legs that are, you know, you could wrap your fingers around. And I just, I wasn't taking care of myself. And I was just so obsessed with this whole fitness lifestyle and burning calories and eating egg whites and chicken that I had no idea what was going on around me. And so, you know, when your body changes and you start to put on weight and you stop tracking your exercises and you are trying to find little bits of joy in this weird new way of doing things, it's horrible and it's so hard. But now, so glad I did that because not only am I able to help other people get there, it's like I'm living, breathing proof that sure, like you said, I don't have an APAC, but I am so strong and I love working out now. I love moving my body and I love the foods that I eat, the healthy ones, but I also love every single night sitting down with a huge bowl of snacks and being like, this is an awesome life to live. And so I think that, and you just have to be careful because I, I work with a lot of clients that have an eating disorder. They're struggling with an eating disorder. And sometimes I will notice something that they say makes me feel a little bit triggered. It makes me feel like a little bit still guilty of like the huge hamburger covered in cheese and oily fries that I ate the night before because they're feeling guilty about that. And I'm like, I'll catch myself really quickly. But it's, it's, there's little trigger moments that happen every single day. Yeah. And, you know, all I can, all I can say to that is I, I feel really grateful that I'm able to 
overcome that and actually dish out some helpful advice versus go back into the eating disordered way. But every single day it's, it's in front of me and I'm trying to help people realize that they don't have to live that life that I did live. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it creates such nice daily reminders for you. You know, I, I definitely can relate to the way I operate in the world, what I offer and the way I work with clients. It really, it's so similar in the sense of like, I went through everything I went through so that I can have this immense amount of empathy and ability to really support people who are struggling with various forms of mental health or eating disorders or um, people who identify as ADHD and say, I can't meditate, my mind won't, won't stop. And I'm like, oh, I know, like, I know what that's like. I get it. And it, it, to me, it feels like the ability to, you know, as I continue growing and expanding and learning, I still have the ability to walk back and hold someone's hand who's way back over here and say like, don't worry, I got you. Like here are the first few steps. Let's start building some momentum. And then it's like allowing that person to then continue on with this momentum that I helped cultivate. And, you know, I think that's such a beautiful gift to continue to be able to really step back and, and understand what someone's going through and give them hope in those moments and the hope that, you know, we really had to cultivate for ourselves in those dark, scary moments where it was like, what's the point? Or am I going to survive? Or I don't know if I want to continue living if this is how I think and this is how I act. Like those are such terrifying moments to be in alone. Yeah, they are. And sometimes, you know, it's knowing then as the coach when to decide to dish out advice versus mm -hmm. saying, I get it. And I know, and yeah. I hear you. Like sometimes that's more of what that person needs. Sometimes they just need a break from constant overload of information coming at them. Yeah. And I think that's also another part of the beautiful thing about being through it, because there's lots of people that can go to school and can go and get certified or whatever it looks like, but it's different when you've been through it because you can kind of identify when you need to just give out the advice that you've learned from, you know, a book or a course versus the advice of like, I get it. Like, I hear you shut it down for today. Like you're done type thing right. versus, you know, advice, advice, advice. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think that's a really good point of, the difference of, of being able to just listen to someone and be like, yeah, that sucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and I'm not going to try to fix it for you. I'm not going to, you know, I don't need to give you an advice. I think, I think people in general are so wise. And yeah. if you just, if you just listen to them and let them feel heard and loved, it, it boosts them. It gives them a little more energy and to recognize like, oh, I'm not broken. Oh, there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with me. This is, this is how humaning works yeah. and it's okay to not be perfect. And, and again, that's what I admire in you is that you are so successful and you are um, so consistent and you are the first person to put your hand up and be like, Hey, I fucked up. Mm -hmm. Like, look what I did. Look at this mess I made. Or like, <laughs> you know, you're, you're so real and raw with it, which it makes, you know, there's so, so much attraction. And again, that's why, I was so attracted to you. I was just like, I love this beautiful, messy person that is so real and is talking about really, really important things. I, I just, 
I surround myself with people like that. I think it's so important. The, the humility and that passion and fire that, that balance is incredible and such, such an infectious thing to be around. Well, and I think that infectious part is, is just that. And I see you sharing more openly and honestly, because you're probably, you know, following other people that also do the same. And for me, I feel like I have in my life people that share openly and honestly, and I'm, it's still something I'm working on. Like, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was a time at the end of, um, it was this year and I'm sitting in the kitchen crying on Kelsey's shoulder about something. And for me, emotion has been something that it's been a struggle. Like I'm very, I sort of live in that. I know we've talked about it a lot, but I live in that like masculine mm -hmm. space where crying and tears and weakness and vulnerability, it, it like doesn't necessarily come natural to me. And so, you know, I, I, I think at this moment all the time where Kelsey was like, share about it because I I'm really good at sharing about some certain things that have happened in the past but what about the more close to home mm. present stuff and so that's where I'm really also just realizing that that's what I need to share more about as well and so I think when you surround yourself with awesome people that are doing that you get this like fill of okay yeah they're doing it I can do that and when you have someone to you know hold your head up while you're crying and they're like share about it like it feels really good to just share and get it out and and also to be flooded with messages that are like yeah I'm me too like I'm going through that as well and from yeah I, I'm just shocked all the time when you share openly like that the people that reach out that say I'm going through that exact thing right now where I'm like looking at them a lot of it is on social media and I'm like wow no idea would never have and that's just perception no idea that that would ever be going on for you right. until you know a few people start to talk up about it and be brave and be vulnerable and then it creates this huge like ripple effect so mm. you know back to your point I think that you are hanging around with people that do those sorts of things as am I mm -hmm. and that's how we keep doing that because you just yeah. don't make room for the other stuff and the small stuff and the fake stuff yeah totally yeah it's uh it's that community effort of even when when you're talking about it, I have this visual of like the supportive connections between all of us so that when any one of us, you know, is having one of those moments or days where it's like, ugh, I'm breaking down. Um, mm -hmm. For me, it's this feeling of like, it's okay. Actually, I'm so supported. I can, I can let go of trying to hold other people up and I can be held today. And I, yeah. I can be the one who's crying and struggling. And then Every time I do that, of just, you know, I let myself have a really rough day, you know, I've, and there's been lots over the last six to eight weeks um, where, you know, I, I was laughing even just the other day because I, I woke up one morning and I was just like, ugh, I just, I could tell it was going to be a rough one. And sitting down on the floor with my coffee, I looked over at Andrew and I just said, you know, I, I think I'm going to cry. And then I just started crying. <laughs> and at the same time, I was kind of not laughing, but I had a smile on my face because I was like, wow, like that just it felt like it just took over me. Yeah. Um, and I know there's so much release in that. I don't, I'm really practicing not resisting mm -hmm. any emotion, no matter what it is, to just learn to, to feel it and trust it yeah. and not feel bad about it or be like, I shouldn't be feeling this, or I don't have the right to feel this, or I should just be grateful. Like sometimes I I'm just overwhelmed with grief and with yeah. sadness and with pain. And every time that I actually just 
listen to it and pause and move in and feel it, it, I don't think it wants to be stuck. It wants to move too, right? It, it just, it moves so much more smoothly. And, and I've really been starting to reflect on, you know, my past and, you know, I, I was prescribed so many different medications growing up with ADHD and depression and, um, you know, various um, things, eating disorder. And, and so it was a lot of just like, try this medication, this will balance you. And, you know, there's some good in that. But I also recognize that growing up, I, I perceived this, the heavy emotions as like, not okay. Yeah. Right. And so when I would feel sad or tears would start coming, I would fight it or be like, what's wrong? Like, why is this happening? And, and I would turn it into something so much bigger than it needed to be. And I see that as the biggest shift now in my adulthood is that I, I welcome these heavier, these sadder emotions. Um, I still feel them, but they don't get stuck. And I don't stack stories on top of them of what it means. Yeah. I just let it flow. And, and so I, I might have a day or two days where it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm needing to be gentler and really slow down and meditate more and and then after one or two days it's just like oh I'm back yeah. like it's fine and nothing's wrong I'm human and sometimes I'm sad and I don't need medication for that <laughs> isn't it like it really I'm human yeah, <laughs> we're meant to feel all of it yeah right? I know but we put this added pressure on ourselves and then we you know, we read something that's like just driving home all of those horrible thoughts that we're having about ourselves. And it's like, yeah, I, I think just like being so careful with ourselves and especially when you're in that vulnerable, like, I feel like I'm going to cry mood. It's like, just be way more aware of what you're then plugging into. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's with time and with growth and with awareness for anyone. You may not even be at that stage yet where you're like knowing what these emotions are or welcoming them but you can still do a small piece of just like trying your best to not necessarily get stuck in that. And I think that that's the biggest thing is just like, keep it's going to be okay. And it is okay to not be okay. And like, you know, we hear it all the time, but it's actually so true. And once you start to practice that more versus just reading it on some cute little quote that you said as your phone background, once you actually start injecting it more into your life, it's like, there's a reason all of this gets said because it's so helpful. Yeah, totally. Well, what, what does it look like for you on a daily basis when it comes to really honoring, you know, the joy in your life and focusing on the good and the gratitude? Um, I know we've talked a lot about different practices that we do. And obviously as coaches, there, you know, anything we offer to our clients, it's because we've practiced it and we've played with it and we understand it. Um, what does that look like for you now? What are you doing on a daily basis to really honor gratitude and happiness? Um, so my gratitude is definitely just like starting the morning every single day, like writing some gratitude. It doesn't take me long. It's just like with a cup of coffee, you know, I used to be this person that was like, everything had to be perfect. That would be like tranquil spa music, candles, <laughs> journal. I'm like, I am not that person. Like I'm kind of just like, you know, I don't know. That's just, this is like not me. That's me on like my absolute, if I'm on a yoga retreat, I've paid $4,000 for it. That's the sort of person that I'll be. When I'm just at home, it's like nothing crazy. It's on the couch with a cup of coffee with this journal. And so I do that and that's working really well for me. And so just practicing just gratitude through that. Um, we are like, I think it's something that you and I have done in a lot of events. Um, but it's every single time Kelsey and I put food in our mouth, we're grateful for things. And today it was, you know, things like the sunshine and 
the internet and fresh vegetables and those sorts of things. It's very simple, basic stuff. Um, and then for the joy part, it's something that this year, my, one of my biggest things was like, I want more fun in my life. I want to say, I not, not that I want to say yes to more because that's a slippery slope and I've been that yes person. Um, but I want to say yes to more fun. And so when something comes up where it's like, that sounds fun, instead of saying, let me book it in my calendar or let me check this or defer it some way. I'm like, that sounds fun. Yeah. I want to do that. So, um, that's what I've been trying to do. And so obviously with this going on, there's not a hundred thousand things coming at me all the time where it's like, yes, that sounds fun. But there are definitely things where, it's so easy to say I'm too busy for that or, you know, I don't have time for that. Those are the two things I hear the most that irk me. I'm like, yeah, you do. You just are not making it a priority. And so I call myself on that. I wasn't making fun a priority. I was too busy doing other things and they were great, but they weren't giving me that fun piece. And so um, now I'm making sure I actually just started last week, but I'm really excited about it. Every Wednesday is just like a fun full day off the laptop adventure, um, on top of weekends, Saturday, Sunday. And so, you know, as a business owner, that's, it sounds so silly and minimal, but it's something that's like, you create these businesses and you create this lifestyle to actually go and do those things. But I've definitely been stuck in the situation where I'm not living out the life that I want to with what I've created. And so I'm just trying more of that. Um, mm. But yeah, the overarching thing is just yes to more fun and yes to more things that like actually light me up versus um, making excuses. Sure. I'm busy, but I can definitely reshuffle some things to have some more fun. Mm, wonderful. I love that. Man. What about, um, you know, when it comes to movement, obviously you're, you're a personal trainer for many, many women. So, um, just the accountability in that I'm sure is huge. What does that look like for you though? Just doing your own thing. Like, yeah. do you make sure you do it every morning before, like, how does that build, how is it built into your routine to make sure that you're honoring like your personal needs for movement and sweat? Yeah. Well, I did have a CrossFit membership before um, this happened. And that was my like little piece of accountability because it's, you know, it's not the cheapest membership that you can have somewhere. And I'm like, I'm the person that's like, if I have the cheap one and I can miss a class, like I'm like, I love movement, but my motivation isn't always super high and accountability, everybody needs it. And so for me, I really enjoyed that because it was like, this is my, at least I'm doing this because I know I'm going to every class that I have scheduled. Um, and so without that, it's been very simple. It's 30 minutes a day. Um, and that's it. I obviously... Uh, a lot of people know I don't like running. I don't like cardio in the mountains. It's a little bit easier because there's like cool stuff to look at. Uh, we saw a moose the other day, just like across the path. And I'm like, that's cool. I can get into this if I can see a moose. And so, um, but yeah, simply put, it's 30 minutes a day. I prefer it if it's just all weights. Um, and it's just simple movements like kettlebell swings, deadlifts, um, bench press, bicep curl, thrusters like all that fun stuff that's what I'm doing for just 30 minutes raise my heart rate and then I'm done and then yeah. if I go for a walk or a bike ride or something later that's great um but apart from that I'm pretty stagnant for the most for the rest of the day um on the days that I'm like behind a, a laptop right totally yeah I think that's I really love that you spoke to how you're not always intrinsically motivated to to just move on your own I think that's such a a beautiful thing to hear from a personal trainer. Um, 
because I, I definitely experienced that as well, that I, I kind of have to trick myself sometimes to get moving. And I've been playing with, uh, you know, I'll write out a workout. And then it, that part, part for me is fun of like getting creative and writing out, okay, what am I going to do? And then setting up a timer so that it's now I don't have to think about it. It's just do what I wrote down and start when the timer says go and stop when it says rest. And that's it. Like, just, just do it. Um, I've also been playing with, you know, putting my phone up and um, having it on time lapse. And cool. I, I find that motivates me as well. Cause when I get to that point where I'm like, okay, I'm done. But then I'm like, oh, but I want my video to be a little longer. And like, <laughs> Cause I love watching it after whether I post it or not. Like I do this all the time and I, I post it occasionally, but it really is just for me. As soon as I'm done, I pull my phone over and then I watch and I just get this boost of dopamine of like, whoa, cool. Look at all the things I did. And it, it looks yeah. kind of fun when it's moving quick. Um, and then the accountability piece of making it fun by you know, connecting with someone else and, and saying, what are you going to do today? And, and that's one of the things I love about your, your Facebook group is, mm. you know, even Ellie the other day, who's in the group posted like, who wants to go for a 6k run? And then, and then post a picture once you're done. And, and right when I saw that, I was like, oh, fun. You know, and I was like, yeah, me, I'll do it, Ellie. And so got to, I went and ran hills and then took a picture after and, and to post it in the group and then have those likes and people saying good job was just like, oh, like that feels good. Right. And that's the thing, like, and it's so awesome. And it's, to be honest with you, they're a huge motivator for me too. Like, yeah. I, like if I'm not, I love moving and about three minutes into it is all it takes for me to be like, why would I ever think of not doing this? Because I am loving every second of it. And so, you know, it, it takes that little bit of time for me to be like, Hey, quick start. Like, let's just go. Cause as soon as I'm moving, I love it. Um, but for a lot of the times, like, and it's, you know, poking fun, but it's in a, a like a motivating way it's like Lucy where is your sweaty selfie and it's flex Friday like where is your workout and we don't know what we're doing today to be motivated so like what have you done and you know it's just this like little sort of awesome motivator of like all of these women all around the world being like okay well you know you're you set this up so like you better be doing this <laughs> ultimate accountability for you hey every morning you're like well shit like, <laughs> I better create something I better move and get sweaty so that I can now be that momentum for these other women it's it's so cool to see how the way that it works it's not like you're on the pedestal here you are at some points but it really like the way you describe it and the way I've experienced it is everyone is kind of taking a turn and playing a part in being the momentum for the group and it's, so it's not always on you, which is amazing. Like, yes, you're the leader. You have to step in occasionally and be like, Hey, here's the challenge or here's what we're doing. And then it just becomes like a force, you know, above and beyond what it would have looked like if it was just you. It's, it's such a cool thing to, to witness how everyone's just supporting and creating and pushing each other. Yeah. And I think I've had to really swallow a piece of like, um, I don't know if it's, hum I don't know what the pie is that I'm swallowing, but I have to swallow it because sometimes they actually, they don't want me chime, like they'll post a question or they'll post like, Hey ladies, who wants this or wants to do this or something. And they like, they, it's almost like the, you know, mum comes in and is just like, well, and so 
I think I've had to really just take a look at it and be like, they're posting this because they want that like community and they want those other people's opinions. And, you know, they know a lot of them are clients and they know where to get me if they want me. And so just realizing actually let this beautiful thing unfold and let these amazing people connect. Cause some of the things that have happened inside that group, I'm like, this is, this is them now. And that's a really cool place to be. But I still do make sure that I, they're definitely on my mind when I'm moving in the morning or feeling like, ah, no, today's like not the day. And then I'm like, damn, I set that challenge up that every day we've got to do this. So then I go and do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. That's so yeah, good. Oh, Lucy, you're just the best. At you, Mary. <laughs> oh, girl, I just love you. Uh, we actually just got one of your um, your thank you note from your wedding um, with the yeah. compilation of pictures and and the funny little note you wrote to us. Uh, <laughs> I've got it in my car, so every time I sit in the car, I get to look at the pictures. And, oh, and that's the other thing, like you know, the silver lining and the part of like you know finding happiness in all of this. It's like you know what that was September of last year. We've had like sending those out on our list to do for a long time. And it's like, this has given us this and everybody I know can probably relate to this. It's given us this time and this space to do some of those things that sure, they're not absolutely life crucial, like urgent, but they linger on you and they weigh on you. And it's always that like long list of stuff to do. And so it's been really awesome to just be like, tick, 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 and like get all of those things off. And I think that's been a really cool, like, you know, obviously you can shift and look at it and be like, I'm so bored. Or you can be like, oh, look at all the stuff that I got done. And I find that like, that's an example of, of how if you just choose a different mindset during something like this, you can actually find a lot of positives. Totally. Yeah. That actually makes me think of the, the Eisenhower matrix. You've seen that where it's, um, it's yeah. four quadrants, right? So yeah. the top one, top left is important, urgent. Yeah. And then we also have important, not urgent, and urgent, not important, um, not important, not urgent. And, right. and that's something that especially, you know, as an entrepreneur, um, I know I use that a lot in the beginning because the to-do list when I would just write it out would be like, <laughs> you know, wow. Um, I, and I could have done a few of these um, in the time that I wrote out this to-do list. But when I started really doing that so that I could get more clear on, okay, what's actually important and urgent. Yeah. Those are the things that I'm consistently making sure I get done. And then the things on the list that are, you know, important, but not urgent or um, urgent, not important, you know, but most, mostly it's the important, but not urgent. Those are the things that I have, I have felt similarly of like, oh, now yeah. I have more space. It's not just all like what's important, what's urgent. It's no, what, like when was the last time I organized my closet? And like, you know, we've lived in this apartment for four years and I haven't once dusted um, our ceiling fan. I'm, uh, I'm awful at cleaning in general, um, but this ceiling fan has like thick dust and I've noticed it for a long time and it's so simple, but I just keep being like, not today, I've done enough. Like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> and so finally, a couple weeks ago, I got up there and I like, wiped it all down and, and then it got me into this momentum of like what else can I clean and I'm like scrubbing stuff that you know when I'm when I'm busy when I'm hustling yeah I, I come home at the end of the day and like you know Andrew could say can you cook dinner or can you do this and I'll just be like oh my god like how dare you <laughs> you know and, and that's just I really feel I feel more balanced I I I love the simplicity of connecting online and yeah. I'm naturally a little bit of an introvert and I love 
hibernating. And so while this has been really challenging in many ways, it's, um, it's taken my, my coping mechanisms off the table where, you know, if I was in a low mood, I'd be like, well, I'm going to go teach spin later. And I'd get excited yeah. about that. And then I'd get spin high and then I'd be like, oh, everything's fine. Well, that vibration of something wasn't right. Yeah. You know, that's, that's been there for a long time. And I'm really good at just finding ways to overcome it. And yeah. for me, this time has been like, oh, it's time to sink in to that, what's been underneath the surface for a long time and truly find real sustainable balance. And yeah, it's been messy and there's been a lot of tears. And, um, but I, yeah, I feel stronger and like I know myself more than ever. That's so awesome. What like a beautiful thing to come out of this. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, so right? cool. Like nothing yeah. else is going to, nothing otherwise, other than years and years and years of, work um you know long sort of internal work versus a few weeks of like really just stopping mm-hmm. and thinking and listening like you just you know fast tracked this growth and this learning that you're going to come out so much better for yeah yeah so. i hope so mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. well um i only have really one more question for you but before i get into that is there anything anything left unsaid? Is there anything else that you feel compelled to share or, or to even speak to, you know, what your eight week program is or, you know, how people can find you do a little bit of plugging, you know, yeah. to tie up these loose threads. <laughs> Always with the plugging. If you want to come over and flex with us and do challenges that you'll hate in the moment, but you'll love when the week is done. Um, I'm pretty online as far as Instagram and Facebook goes um so at dumbbells on everything um the eight-week program is definitely for people who are looking you know it's not just about weight loss majority of my clients sure their goal up there on their list is that they want to lose weight but we actually just dive so much deeper into your relationship with food why are you going for those late night snacks why are you being so hard on yourself after you eat those late night snacks um you know and it's yes it's a strength training program and there's nutrition support but it's actually so much more than that and so um if that's something that appeals to you listening to this like please reach out i'm always happy to have that conversation before you be like okay yep eight weeks i'm in um but also it's like it's got to feel right for these people and a lot of people that's it's like that you'll know when that sort of program is right for you just from the information on the website. And it's also okay if you're not ready for something like that and you just want to chat to somebody. So Mm. please always feel free to reach out. Um, I'm super active over on Instagram. That's like my jam and where I hang out and where you'll see a lot of the like real stuff. Um, You know, so talking about eating disorders, talking about over-exercising and what that looks like, but also a lot of other fun stuff that's actually going on in the day-to-day life. but yeah, I don't think anything is super left unsaid. We slammed egg whites. And please, if you're listening to this, never meal prep 30 chicken breasts in a week. And I think I think people are picking up what we're putting down. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> oh. Okay, so um, thank you for all of that. Um, thank thank you. you for your, your energy and your time. Um, my last question is, uh, this has been kind of a fun one. I've when I first started this podcast, I don't remember if I told you about this, how I had the, the idea of also doing kind of this, this other side of the podcast called the ZYX to live your dope life. Mm-hmm. Um, and the intention with it was to, um, initially it was, it was about cannabis um, to support education and mm-hmm. help people recognize that, you know, you can ingest a little bit of cannabis in many different ways for different reasons. Um, 
and it actually can have a lot of really healthy and, and beneficial qualities to it. And I know you and I have jammed out a lot on cannabis and some of our fun experiences and some of our really dopey experiences. Uh, <laughs> and something that has shifted for me actually since starting the podcast is the, the recognition that um, there are many different ways to create that, that natural high and yeah. that expansion of consciousness. And that's really what I'm curious about more than just like, let's ingest some cannabis and see what happens. So my question for you is, um, well, first of all, would you be willing to circle back sometime in the summer and have another conversation where we either ingest a little bit of cannabis and or um, go for a hike, be out in nature, move our bodies, um, do what we do to expand our consciousness and then record a conversation. Oh, you're opening a can of worms by asking <laughs> a question. I feel like a teenage girl when it comes to marijuana. And I have had, like, obviously, since it became legal here, um, it's a different story. Um, I have, like, I know so many benefits of it. So I definitely am, like, not against it. But for whatever reason, sometimes I just have these total wacky experiences. So yes to answer your question like let's do that but i also like don't know if me going outside while i've ingested cannabis is like the best idea but i'm game to try anything we will we will get through it together yes we will oh yes amazing well and you know what'd be cool actually is to to do something like this with kelsey as well where it's the three of us and we whether we're just hanging out or we go outdoors, you know, we can, obviously we'll do it in a way that we all feel comfortable and safe. Um, but then to even like record a three-way conversation, I think would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would be so fun. And we're so down for that. But yeah, I'm like, right now I have these like 2.5 milligram um, chocolates and it's chocolate. So it's like absolutely delicious. It tastes nothing like it. And every time where I'm just like, you know, it'll be a weekend and I'm like, I'm ready to just like, I don't know. It gives me this feeling of it's strange because I like don't. It's different every single time, so it's not like I know what to expect. It's kind of like this weird thing every single time that I take it. Um, but lately, it's just felt like um, time kind of passes, and I don't have much, you know. So I, I like really limit the amount that I do it because I feel like I could just like wash my life away. But like I'll eat like this little square of chocolate, and then all of a sudden I'm like whoa, it's nine o'clock at night. And I've like done things. I've been productive. I've cooked. I've done all these things, but I'm like, I had no concept of time. Um, mm -hmm. I've come a long way from the lying on the floor and seeing things and hallucinating where it's just like, should just never happen when having a piece of chocolate. But um, <laughs> yeah, you've had some really <laughs> adverse uh, effects. I, I love all the stories and, and the things I've been able to witness. Yeah. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. So I'm <laughs> down for this. I will love to see it captured in some way and we'll just stay tuned to how we can actually set that up and do that. Beautiful. Well, and, and more than anything, it's just for me, it's a, it's another reason and excuse to, you know, make a trip to come visit you guys this summer. Right. Like when we're allowed to be around people again, we have a spare bedroom here and it's just Yay. like literally looking at the, like a huge mountain right in front of me right now. So it's mm. like, you know what like this is the place to be especially in the summer there's so many like cool hikes and swimming holes and doors always open so we'll make it happen beautiful looking forward to it yay well thank you so much lucy you're such a, a bright light and just such an inspiration in my life and i'm i'm just so immensely grateful for you 
Likewise, Marin. Thanks for having me on your awesome podcast. Great mm. job on doing the podcast. And <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see what people think of it and continue just to like support you in every single thing that you do. I think it's awesome. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, check out the show notes to find all the details of how to connect with Lucy. And until next time, see you later. Thanks so much for listening. You can find me on social media at Dopamine, that's D-O-P-E-A-M-E, or on my website under that same title, dopamine.com. Please subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed it, and do not hesitate to reach out if you have questions or comments. I would love to hear what you want to learn more about. So until next time, love big and play big. Peace.